0: Religiosity can complicate our relationship with God, and it can feel more like a heavy burden or boxes to check than a deeply personal connection with our Creator. We are also surrounded with messages that tell us that our value is in our ability to get things done, while at the same time saying that we as women shouldn't stand out or draw attention to ourselves. My name is Emily Lewis, and you're listening to the Abundant Grace Podcast. For 26 years of my life, I felt like it was my responsibility to keep God happy by doing all the things. I was desperate to be good and to belong. So I exhausted myself by checking the boxes and squeezing myself into the expectations of what others and what I thought God wanted from me. But when I learned that God loves me unconditionally and with radical grace, that allowed me to let go of toxic relationships with the church and myself. Now as a beloved daughter of God, a wife, a mom, a kids ministry pastor, a speaker, and a worthiness coach, I am confidently living the life that God meant for me. I'm here to help you overcome beliefs that are no longer serving you so that you too can live a well-rested life, ask for what you want, confidently expect to receive what you're worth, and have deep, authentic relationships with God, yourself, and others. When you are grounded in God's grace and own who he says you already are, it opens up the door for the abundant life that Jesus came to give us. I'm Emily Lewis, and I'm so glad you're here, friend. Hey there, friend. Welcome to this episode of the Abundant Grace podcast. Today's episode is super lighthearted. I wanted to just sit down and chat with you. This episode comes out on my birthday. So I thought it would be a fun excuse to just give some more personality and humanness to the person behind the show, which is me. Um, so I thought it would be fun to just give you, I have 10 facts here that you may or may not probably don't know about me. And I thought I would share them with you because there's so much value in human connection. And if you're like me, it can get easy to, I don't know, just listen and forget that there's another human being on the other side or be listening to like what somebody's teaching and speaking on and want to know more about like what makes them tick? What do they like? What do they not like? You know, as we kind of develop some sort of like relationship with the person on the other side of the mic. So that's what I'm doing here, sharing 10 facts that you may or may not have known about me. My favorite tea. Now, we have to back this one up already because I have to confess that I don't drink coffee. And now some of you are like, yes, I'm not the only one. And the rest of you are like, you just haven't matured yet or whatever. But I don't prefer it. And I drink mostly tea. And my favorite tea is from a local coffee shop and they source all of their tea from Africa. And it is a local tea called rooibos tea, like R-O-O-I-B-O-S, I think. And I love the different blends. There's even a Montana gold blend that I've gotten somewhere else that is made in Montana it has like orange and cinnamon and rooibos and it's so good. So that would be my go-to for tea, like actually getting a tea ball out and making a cup of tea with it. The next one, where I want to vacation. I want a vacation where it's warm. Last year I got to go on a trip to the Gulf in Texas on the beach in April, end of March, beginning of April, and it was so amazing. That was the first time I've ever been to a warm beach and everybody who decorates their bathrooms, which maybe it, it's not so trendy now, but everybody who decorates their bathrooms with like beach theme and seashells, I've always thought it was a little bit overrated and trendy. I don't know, just like whatever. Now I get it. I understand the hype of wanting to have something beachy themed in your house at all time because it was so lovely. So, I would love to go back there, anywhere warm and beach. That would be fabulous. I would love to vacation there with my girls and with Bill and solo and with friends, like all the things I could go there because I'm spoiled and live in the mountains already. It's easy to vacation at the beach. I think, um, my least favorite household chore. Uh, I think this has to be mopping the floor. Just, it feels like it always takes the longest To like clean the counters because you're supposed to clean top down, which I don't always do. Sometimes I just have to like eat the frog and clean the floor, even if the counters aren't clean, but like the process of washing the dishes, cleaning the counters, putting away the clutter, sweeping the floor, mopping the floor, just, I don't know. It's like a whole thing that if I had a robot vacuum that mopped my floors for me, I would be thrilled. Uh, The next one, my ideal date. Now, I think this applies to friends and like romantic date with Bill. Like if it were a date night, I prefer doing things over visiting and just sitting down to dinner. Like going to the movies sounds extremely boring to me. It just, I don't know. I like TV series more than I like movies and sitting down for like quality time with somebody to watch a show together just feels like not quality time. Like we're just happen to be inhabiting the same space. But if we can have like fun and laughs afterwards, then I'm probably game. But my ideal date would be like escape room and then grabbing lunch or yeah, something like that. I love escape rooms Um, probably I definitely need to go to more live music, like concerts and things that would be pretty fun too. So maybe an overnight stay in a town that has a concert and a, um, escape room and more availability or, uh, options available for eating out like, you know, options like olive garden and really wild stuff here. But stuff like that, if we go to a town like that and have an overnight date, that would be definitely ideal to me. Um, My go-to song, my go-to song right now and has been for quite a while is Life by Becca Shea. It's so good. It is, if you listen closely, there's a lot of Ephesians 3.20 like threaded through it and there's scripture like just loaded in this song. I'm talking about letting love be the glasses that we're wearing as we view the world and chase our dreams and it is a pump you up song. It is a worshipful song. It's just a good mix of many things. So that's been my go-to for a long time. Pretty sure it was on like my number one Spotify song and my number one like YouTube list. Um, cause I, I go for it often. Hey there friend. I am so excited to tell you about a brand new opportunity for you to get coaching with me. This is an exclusive offer that I am inviting the six to eight women to do this year for 2023. Now it is for one-on-one coaching with me. 10 months. This is something that I have never offered before but I really feel God pulling me in this direction to go deep with a handful of women who are really ready to feel powerfully connected to God, to feel confident and not be shaken by their circumstances, their performance, their past, their fears or insecurities and who want to overcome the feelings of less than in like every area of their lives. So my other programs focus on giving you the tools to navigate these on your own. And that is so valuable. And I've worked in shorter containers to help you in maybe one of these areas at a time. And where this opportunity is unique is we're going to work together individually, one-on-one for 10 months together to really give you a solid foundation of breakthrough and transformation of connection to God that maybe you've not experienced in a long time or never had. And you can go forward with all of the tools in your belt that you need and the security and knowing that you are so valuable and worthy of the things that you desire and the calling that God has placed on your life. So if you know that this is for you, please go to yourrelationshipwithgod.com forward slash coaching, put your name and email address there, and I will reach out to you personally and have a conversation with you and make sure that this is the right next step, um, for you in your season, in your life. I'm so excited. I cannot wait to see who is part of this and who I get to come alongside in this capacity for 2023. Again, go to yourrelationshipwithgod.com forward slash coaching. This is going to be your year. This is your year for transformation, for foundation, and for growth. I cannot wait to watch you step into this and embody the power and confidence and worth of who God says that you already are. If you're feeling pulled toward this or your heartbeat is racing, this is for you. You are the woman that. I've opened this coaching opportunity for, so get in on it. I can't wait to see you inside. Oh, my favorite color. Oh, you guys are not going to be surprised by this. It is teal, which is like in the logo for the podcast and a color that I use a lot on social media and my website. It is legit. One of my favorites. So it's really easy to be quote unquote on brand because I'm often wearing that color. Actually, even when I was flying to Phoenix in January, I had a flight attendant as I'm like getting on the plane. He's like, wow, you like green a lot. And I look down and I don't know my, I was holding my phone, which is, has a teal cover on it. My shoes had some teal on them, something else in my water bottle. It was funny, I guess I'm a little more, I don't know what's the word have a cohesive brand than I ever thought because that's not who I am. I'm a little bit more, I don't know, laid back. I'm not intentionally coordinating things, um, which is like there's nothing wrong with intentionally coordinating things. Other people have a gift for that, like to spend energy on that. That's totally, totally cool. It's just not me. So it has just naturally happened as I gravitate toward that color more and buy more things that are teal. Oh, the next one, um, makeup recommendations. And this is funny because I do have a strong opinion, but I don't wear very much makeup. Um, so like if you're looking for how to do makeup, I don't have a clue. I don't do that. It is definitely not my jam, but if you are a redhead listening to this, I highly recommend just for especially for their eye makeup, like their, well, those are the the only ones I've tried, like eyebrow pencil and mascara. If you want like a red tint to your eyelashes that matches your hair, that's where you should find it. It's really awesome. Um, my favorite season, my favorite season is fall. I'm one of those people who just, I really like that the crispness of fall, but the warmness of the afternoons, especially where we live, there is a huge fluctuation in temperature, um, throughout the day. So it can be like 30 when you wake up and 80 in the afternoon, um, on like the really warm fall days. And I'm for it. I love the leaves and the colors and like Jim Gaffigan (laughs) says, Um, Something like people who love fall are just all about the foliage. Oh, the foliage. I just love it when the leaves die. It's a really funny um, part of one of his um, comedy um, shows, sketches. I am one of those people. I love fall. I think it is gorgeous. And the weather is just perfect, in my opinion. My most recent read... Um, my most recent read is start with hello by Shannon Martin. And I think I'm just about finished with it. That's why I say my most recent read. I have other ones that I'm like in the middle of, but this is just about the one that I am finished with, like read the whole thing. It is so good. It is a call to love our neighbors better and actionably It is a easier read, like a faster read, mostly because she just has a gift for writing because she does put some challenging things in there to help us grow and be better neighbors and humans and love people better. But the way that she writes is so fun. Like who else can get away with a line, like something like nothing brings us together, like buttercream. And stuff like that. It's whimsical, challenging, heartfelt, really good. So that is my most recent read and I really enjoyed it. Okay, so here is the last one for today. Number 10, a story I've not told publicly yet. Okay, so I'll tell you one that kind of popped into my head out of nowhere today. And it was of me cheating on my math test in, I don't know, I was probably still in elementary school. I might have been, I might've been in middle school at the time, but I snuck the teacher key because I was homeschooled and would like copy down my answers and do it. And it was for math. And it's so interesting. First of all, one of the things that really stands out about this memory was my dad, when he confronted it, it was done in such a gracious, gentle way. Like, hey, I know you've been cheating. You want to own it? I was like, yeah, I want to own it. Anyway, it was just done in such a gentle way. It wasn't like harsh or there was no like vindication or harsh consequence. It was just a gentle calling out what I think of as God doing in our lives, where he just points something out like, Hey, you've known about this a while. You knew it was wrong. I just thought you should know that now I know and let's do better, make a path forward kind of a thing. But the reason I was cheating on that math test is so interesting. And it was for a, a couple weeks or something. It was for a period of time that I was like cheating on my homework. And there was, I'm sure, some laziness involved as well as wanting to be perfect. I wasn't bad at math. I didn't always understand it, even though I got the answers right. And that was so frustrating. My mom, as my math teacher, For me to be like, I just don't even understand it. And she's like, I don't even know why you don't understand it or why you're saying you don't understand it because you're getting the answers right. And I was like, I don't get it. I don't understand. But I could somehow still get the answers right. But I wasn't bad at math. But I wanted it to be perfect. I didn't want to get it wrong. And I would have rathered taken the answer key and written in the right answer, then actually say, Hey, I don't understand this or I need help with this or get a, God forbid, like a B on anything. So I had that perfectionistic tendency and was willing to like bend over backwards to prove that I was rather than being who I was and just willing to accept where I was at instead of longing for what I wish I were. Like I was wishing I were perfect. So there you go. Anybody who needs to use ammo against me, there's a story. There you go. Cheated on my math tests when I was in, I don't know. I don't remember what grade we were using Saxon math at the time. So it was probably middle school, but I hope that you enjoyed this. I was going to bring Bill on to help me with this episode because it could have been fun to do the back and forth banter, but with some craziness that happened in our life and me traveling, it didn't happen for us to both sit down in front of the mic. So you get me and we'll bring him on for something else. I hope you have an awesome rest of your day. I'll talk to you again soon. Thanks so much for listening to the Abundant Grace Podcast. If this episode was an encouragement to you, or you heard a nugget that you needed, I invite you to share it with a friend who else relates and would be blessed by today's episode. And it would help me out so much if you would leave a review for the Abundant Grace Podcast. It makes a world of difference getting this podcast into the ears of other people so that they can be empowered to own their worth too. As always, I would love to hear from you. You can find me hanging out on Instagram, emily.abundantgrace, or you can send me an email at hello at emilyklewis.com. I'm praying for you and cheering you on in your faith and healing. Have a great rest of your day. And remember, there is nothing you can do to add or take away from your worth. And there is nothing you can do that will make God love you more and nothing you have done that makes God love you any less.